Hello, friends. Ah, the power of alcohol. Huh? <laughs> just kidding. It's sparkling water. <laughs> Lemon. <laughs> oh, just kidding. <sighs> when I was little, I would drink 7-Up with my dad. It was kind mm-hmm. of like our thing. We'd have Triscuits, salami, and 7-Up. And that was like our snack. Mm-hmm. And every time either of us drank 7-Up, we'd always go, <sighs> after. <laughs> Alrighty. Okay. On that note, let's just dive right in. So knock them relentlessly. You're one of God and a collective of everything. We're literally the same matter as the trees, the stars, the breeze, that alone we breathe. The only truth is interconnectedness. Separation is only forgetfulness. Wake up to this grounded existence, led by soul where the world stands witness. Let's do it. Wow. <laughs> so the other day, there was this guy. We're in a five-story apartment building, and there's also, I think it's even higher next door. It's a taller building. Yeah, I don't know. Or maybe it is five stories. He threw his trash <laughs> out his sliding glass window, um, tried to make it down to the dumpster, and it exploded everywhere. He was really close. It snagged the back of the dumpster and then exploded oh. the whole bag. He, I watched him come down and then throw it away. He's like, got to keep things interesting. <laughs> but then he, he literally just threw the bag, and it was like a flimsy bag. Like It was like there was nothing left in the trash. <laughs> just... Everything spewed out across the entire parking lot. And I was laying down, and I just saw this like flying heap of question mark fly through the sky. And I was like, what was that? Yeah. And I heard the big like, kaboom. I was out editing videos, and they like both flagged me down, him and his girlfriend. And his girlfriend was recording it. Oh, funny. And he was like, you think I can make it? I was like, I don't know, man. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I was just really in my zone. And he's like, all right, well, let's let's give it a try. And then just... <laughs> crazy, trash goes I everywhere. I exploded laughing as the trash exploded. It's like, oh my God, that's ridiculous. It was awesome. Yeah. I'm glad he came down and cleaned it up, though. Yeah, it was, it was nice. nice. <laughs> you never know, you know? Yeah, all right. <laughs> oh, well, I'll make it next time. <laughs> there is a guy that sweeps out the dumpster, too. On the other side of the street. Oh, that's On the other side of the alley. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I don't know if there's anyone that sweeps out ours. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so what feels yeah. most here, my love? Oh, all sorts of things. Yeah? Yeah. I have that song stuck in my head, another song. It's not Carol Baskin. Oh, yeah. But yeah. My grandma said to your grandma, sitting by the fire. <laughs> Gonna set this flag on fire. Or your flag. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's not how I remember it. I thought it was like my sister said to your sister. Or maybe we made it as like a cheer or something for softball. Mm. I don't know. I feel like it was we changed the words to make it like softball friendly. Oh, cool. I don't know. But anyway, that song stuck in my head. So that's what's most present for me. (laughs) (laughs) But I was thinking we could talk about the levels of clearance because we dove dive. We dove dive deep (laughs) into that a couple days ago. Yeah. We dived deep into that and then i was thinking we could talk about nature and our sunday adventure going up to the mountains and sure and david not having the appropriate shoes oh my god (laughs) and he had to poop (laughs) 
That's true. <laughs> so it's just a disaster. He's slipping all over the place and I'm giggling and he's getting frustrated and people on the path are like <laughs> nervous and worried about him. <laughs> it was fine when it was flat. I don't mind slipping when it's flat, but we started walking on like a cliff edge. That's true. That there's like a 30 foot slide down. I probably wouldn't, I don't think I'd break anything, but I definitely got pretty beat up. If yeah. I fell down that thing. Yeah. Jeez. For sure. Yeah, I was close to it a couple times. It was kind of funny. You said you saw me slip and there was a rock by my yeah, head. Yeah, I know. I was like, oh man, if he didn't ha- catch himself right then and there, his head would have. Yeah, for whatever reason, I've always been really balanced. Like my balance is really good. I don't know why. My balance is great. Wait, what? What about that? <laughs> okay, I had zero traction on my shoes and I was walking on like... Ice. That's different. What about when we were in Massachusetts and you slipped and cut your hand on the ice? Yeah, but it's because I get cocky because I have such good balance that I get really cocky. Okay. But okay, here's what I mean by that. (laughs) When I (laughs) when I used to skateboard, uh huh, I would never. I would never fall. I would trip, and then I would always catch myself. Catch yourself, yeah. Always catch myself. It's very, very rare that I fall. Like on my shoulder or something, you know, like fall over yeah. like sideways or something. I've like never fallen like that as long as I can remember. Mm-hmm. Except on your bike. Right? Oh, well, yeah, I mean, that was still. different. I was, I was going like 30 miles an hour and then another cyclist turned directly in front of me and I hit his bike at like a 90 degree angle and mm. then flipped over him onto my back. That was different. Okay. I got really beat up. Yeah, that's but that's not my balance. balance. You know? Yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> I cut myself there. Too. I land on my feet. <laughs> I do a perfect front flip. Oh my god! And bow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, fair enough. That's mm-hmm. true. You do always catch yourself. You don't like totally spill. Yeah. Over. But yeah. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Great balance. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah. So that was fun. But it was nice to be out in nature, and it was nice to be just hear the quiet and like everyone was so friendly and most people didn't have masks on the people in the parking lot did, but you could see everyone's smiley pearly whites, which I always appreciate. Mm -hmm. I walked by a girl yesterday when I was going to the car out here and she had a mask on and she like, I said hi and smiled and her art, her eyes like darted like the other direction, like away from me. Funny. And I was like, Oh man. Oh yeah, she didn't get the uh, physical distancing distancing like, memo. Wow. She got the social distancing memo. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> I know the fear memo. Yeah, I know. It's funny when people like purposely avoid you with their eye contact. Uh huh. Yeah, like, I've been saying like, hi to look. a lot of people and not getting a high back. <laughs> More than normal. Yeah, it's kind of fun. I'm like, ooh, this is a fun social experiment. How scared are you on a scale of one to ten of my hello? <laughs> oh, no response. <laughs> Give him a ten. <laughs> Well, I don't know. Maybe in their mind, you're like, hello. You know, like breathing all over them. But they have a mask, so they should feel safe. That's true. Right? That's what the mask does. Yeah. It's like a placebo. Man, I was listening to Ben Shapiro. I've been really appreciating conservative voices in this whole thing. Mm -hmm. He was talking about uh, the testing. Mm. So first he was talking about how like, Back when it first started, they were like, all right, well, everyone just needs to quarantine and social distance and that'll be like the cure all, you know, Mm -hmm. but it wasn't. So now they're like, oh, well, like we got to test everyone. And they're, they're saying it's man, it's wild. They're saying that they want to get to a place of doing 20 million tests a day. 
He's like, what? in what world is that going to happen? And in what world does that 20 million do anything? Like, yeah. like where's the figure that says by testing 20 million people a day, it's going to even do anything. He was like, these tests are doing a, there's a 30% false negative mm-hmm. rate. I saw that too. Wild. Right. Which means 70% of the time, if you're negative, it'll, it'll show you, but, or if you're positive, wait, if you're positive, it will show you. But if you are. Wait, what does this mean? It means 30% of the time you're getting a false negative, which means you're actually positive. So 30% of the time you're actually positive, but, but getting you're a getting negative. a negative. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's more people that have it, but are showing that they don't. That cause there were people that were getting yes. checked multiple times Yes. and yes. it was switching yes, yes, throughout. Yes, yes, like yes. they got like three tests done and each one of them was, it was like, Neg- it was no, I don't, you don't have it, and then mm-hmm. they tested again. They had it, and then they tested again. And they didn't have yep, it. Yep, 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 yep. That's that sounds right. The the double negative thing is confusing. Yeah. The false negative. <laughs> like, wait, I hold know. on. I, I have know. to think about this for a second. But it's crazy. Like, he's like, in what world does that do anything? Like, where is that figure coming from? And what's the practicality of that? Twenty yeah. million people testing a day, and he's like, there. How long does the results take? A few days. So they're just gonna be working until then. He was like, we have to be able to recognize that whenever we open, we're essentially going to Sweden's model. Because mm-hmm. what Sweden did was essentially say, we're not going to do this quarantine thing. We're going to ride this out. We have the proper medical facilities. We don't mm-hmm. think this curve is going to be too high. And we're going to keep our economy open because we think that's valid. Yep. So he was saying what people don't recognize is we're not flattening the curve, meaning that we all stay inside and then we go out and nobody gets sick. Right. We go outside and you still get COVID, yeah. but you just get it at a time that other people didn't have it. So, so we, not we can a mess. space out the medical. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're not, we're not shutting it down to keep people from getting it. We're shutting it down to prolong people from getting it. Mm-hmm. And he's like, that's what people don't realize is eventually we're all going to have to move to Sweden's model. We're all going to have to say, yeah. well, we're, we've calculated the risks and we, we, I think we can do this now. It's a trip. Mm-hmm. It's just a huge trip. It is a trip. So yeah. It, but it's funny. Like it's funny thinking about the mass and all the other things. And then I don't know, just coming back to like the realities of it. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's cool hearing people talk about all the realities of it and like really pushing back on lots of these things. Like, like what does mm-hmm. that even mean? And yeah. why is, he was talking about like, why are all these people politicizing this so much? Yeah. Like it's, it's 2020. Yeah. Cause the election. <laughs> it's wild. Yeah. Yeah. For so, sure. Yeah, not to go on another total COVID. No, but I mean, it's just here. It's just everywhere. Everybody's talking about it. It's kind of hard not to. Yeah. And then there's the whole thing with like getting your temperature checked before you like go into places or all different things. Even I read an article of like, I don't know if this is true because I haven't talked to anybody in Boston, but sending out trucks and like having them broadcast in like seven or eight different languages to stay inside and Mm-hmm. I'm like, what is this? What world are we living in? Like, wh- yeah. wh- where is the like truth and the like reality? He brought up the same thing about the skate parks. Oh, he was like, he's like, this is another thing where like in, I forget where it was. I think somewhere in, in California. It, yeah. He was like, they're filling in the, the skate parks with Casey sand. Casey Neistat was talking about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Ben Shapiro was talking about, maybe he saw Casey Neistat's tweet. I don't know. But he was like, that's just a, a total weird thing that we do. Like that's a that's a total like city worker move where you yeah. where you pay all this money to to dig these holes and then you fill them in and then you pay them to 
dig out the dirt five minutes later when this this whole yeah, thing's done. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, and he was and like, skateboarding are... isn't like a contact sport. People are more than six feet For away sure. from each other, right? When they're doing yes. tricks and like. And that's not... the thing too is there's just so many nonsensical things right now that are coming yeah, from the fear and panic. It just doesn't even make sense. Mm-hmm. I know they're talking about um, the. California state governor was talking about like how things are going to be, I guess he was on Ellen talking about how things are going to be different and um, how restaurants are going to have to have their tables spaced out further apart. And I'm just like, wait, but like, I don't know if, if COVID is truly like an airborne thing, like COVID don't know no bounds. Like it's not like, Oh, six feet. I ran into a boundary. Uh, I won't cross then. (laughs) Like that's not how this works. Like, David and I went into a restaurant yesterday and ordered takeout and the guy was like, oh, just next time. So, you know, which there never will be a next time. I don't think we'll go back there. Yeah, Not because was, the food wasn't good, no, but just, it was far. It's just far away. And we were out and about. But it was just like, wait, but we're already breathing the air. Like, what do we, doesn't it take like, like, I don't know. I just it's like already happened. Like, <laughs> if you're going to get it, you've already got it. It's already in your system at this point. Unless you've really been in like solitary confinement. Yeah, which I think a, a few people have. Yeah. I mean, it's so strange. And then the funny thing too with like Michael Cohen and like getting him released from jail because of the COVID spread there. And now mm-hmm. he's on like house arrest. And I was like, oh, just like the rest of us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just funny. Yeah. It's, it's just so wild. Yeah. Michael Cohen is Trump's former attorney. Mm-hmm that paid off Stormy Daniels. He was the one that like gave her the check in the like Nevada parking lot, Las Vegas parking lot. In case you guys forgot or have no idea who I'm talking about. (laughs) (laughs) But I just think it's funny. And yesterday David and I were laughing about how, you know, like they bury the, they bury the skate park and then Mm -hmm. like, you know, hundreds and thousands of years from now, our advanced species (laughs) discovers it and they're like, Oh, this must have been important. <laughs> they, yeah, they, they buried funny. it before. It's the next Gobekli Tepe. Yeah, totally. <laughs> this must have meant something to them. What do you think they did here? <laughs> mm-hmm. Did they fill it with water and swim? It's <laughs> funny. It was for their sacred rituals. <laughs> They'd all stand around this circle. So, yeah, yeah, it's just kind of been fun to poke fun at all of it. There's so many holes. It's so easy to do all of these different like theories and like just it feels like the people that are in places of political power aren't connected to their sovereignty and like therefore aren't connected to anybody else's because when I think about just an example this woman that I follow on Instagram she's having a hard time getting her um, newborn baby into some in for some treatments that he needs like like truly needs like mm-hmm. when he was born she knew something was up and then the doctors checked and said he was fine and she, she knew you know mm-hmm. and was like okay and then turns out she was right <sighs> hashtag because you always fucking know um mm-hmm. and now she's they're they're um saying that like what he needs isn't essential it's non-essential So since it's not like a life-threatening emergency, although he can be affected for the rest of his life with his vision, Mm. um, if they don't take care of it. Mm. So she's like essentially begging these workers to get her son in. Mm -hmm. I'm like, who gets to deem essential and non-essential? Like, that's weird. Like, 
and, and it's cool too, just to relate this back to the second paradigm in our work here, like to talk about like being essential and to talk about like when we talk about the levels of clearance, which we'll get into mm-hmm. the, the, the final piece that's come in or the most recent piece that isn't the final piece, mm-hmm. <laughs> the most recent piece that has come in is called essential radiance. And, and to me, if we're here on this planet at this time, we're all motherfucking essential. And to say that we're not isn't true because look at the collapse in the, in the U S economy for people not working. Like everyone is freaking essential to this entire cog this entire mm-hmm. ex- yeah like infrastructure mm-hmm. this whole thing yeah so to so to to classify people as essential and non-essential like i mean it just it creates like it creates more divide and it yeah. doesn't it doesn't even make sense and to watch this woman there was this woman on alex jones being interviewed and she's considered an essential worker because she's um she does people's taxes mm-hmm. and yeah. She just thinks that's so bizarre that she's an essential worker, but she can't even do taxes for people because they can't even do their taxes because their businesses have just completely gone under all the small businesses. There's like no work for her to even do, even though she's considered essential. Mm -hmm. Like, it's like, what's happening? Like, I feel like I, I I don't know. I feel like everyone's lost their goddamn way. Mm Mm-hmm. But I imagine like people truly in their sovereignty and in their inner knowing and operating from that place, there would just be more compassion and love and understanding for the greater whole, for the greater good. Like, Mm -hmm. don't we want to help this newborn baby and get him in for the surgeries that he needs? Like, but we're instead we're focused on like saving all the COVID people or like whatever it is like. I was reading another article of this other person that ended up dying because the COVID, the COVID was the focus mm-hmm. and like what this person needed didn't get met because there was no energy or attention going to what, mm-hmm. what his needs were. It's just weird yeah. because he was considered like non-essential and it was considered non-life threatening, but here he goes and he dies two days later. Mm-hmm. Like shit just doesn't add up. Yeah. So essential. I think we're all fucking essential. We wouldn't be if we weren't here, whatever. If we weren't essential, we wouldn't be here. Mm-hmm. If our essence wasn't warranted here, then we wouldn't be here. But how many people are actually bringing through their essence and their true expression versus all of their biological programming and just running on autopilot? Yep. Like that's the big kickover that's happening. Mm-hmm. And like the distinction, like there's a motherfucking line in the sand. It's like, oh shit. Like, where are you? Like, oh, yeah. you're just a robot running a program. Damn. Because that's what the body is. It's essentially a program. Yeah. The body. A gajillion programs. Yeah. The body's like a computer that runs whatever software it's given. Yeah. And it kind of starts out with its evolutionary hardware and then we kind of we build on the software of our parents and of our communities and whatever's there Mm -hmm. we essentially are a program as a body yeah yeah let's talk about the second paradigm and like Mm -hmm. let's talk about like how i don't know i kind of want to go i wish i could play music right now that was like we're gonna go back in time and then it goes and I don't remember when it was, but it was probably around this time that the clearance, the levels of clearance came through. So Mm -hmm. at the time, David and I were going to this access granted like course to learn about 
ETs and other civilizations. Yeah. And at the time it was like super cool, but now I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I just care so much about the humans and like the other civilizations, they've got their own shit and they've got it figured out in their own ways. Mm -hmm. And like we can pull from that and learn from that, but like we're here to do this. So big, big shift, but I was totally for sure like wanting to travel to other civilizations and leave my body and not want to be human and all that stuff. So that course was really appealing at the time. But now (laughs) we were on our way to that one of those, like it was an in-person gathering and we were on our way there and we were going to be late and I don't like being late because then I feel like going to be late, but we were late because I spent like 20 minutes bringing this thing. Oh yeah. We weren't going to be late. And then we were late because David was channeling and we were new in our relationship. So I like, didn't want to like fight or like, you know, I didn't want to get too mad, but I got some sort of mad and I'm pretty mad. Not as mad as I would get now. Now I'd just be like, ah, and I'd let you see all my true Yeah, well, colors. I didn't understand the channeling phenomenon. I didn't understand that you can stop and then come back later, and then the same feed picks up. Like I, 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 didn't know. I was like, this is it's coming through now, or it's not coming through at Ever all. Ever again. Yeah. It's my, mm-hmm. Yeah, there is no lack of channel. No, <laughs> lack yeah, there's no there's no channel scarcity. Yeah, but at the time, I had quite a bit of channel scarcity. <laughs> But yeah, this whole this whole thing came through, and it was seven levels of clearance. Uh, I think now there are ten. It just kind of keeps moving it along. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the whole point of this whole system is to essentially give a trajectory to spirituality, because there isn't much of one. You know, it's like what what's the point of spirituality? And it's like oh, I don't know, mindfulness to be more calm. You know, there, there's not really like a definitive thing of like well here's the reason why these internal technologies do something here's the reason why people are focusing so much on this here's the specific thing that they're moving toward Mm -hmm. that for me now is i think why the levels of clearance are so important and why they like do something um but i i want to link this back because we were just talking about the the like people that just seem like they're running on a program or whatever Mm -hmm. those core there's core three paradigms at the very base of the levels of clearance and it's essentially like what the body is um, and how the body runs so like the first one is this survival based action and it's like obligation based so the whole thing is like i have to do a b and c or i'm going to die in times like this because this is it's everywhere i mean this is like global i don't know if it's still the majority but i mean back then it was definitely the majority what came through when it first came through this is a few years ago was that 60 to 70 percent of people were in survival based action Mm -hmm. so like if i don't do blank then you know how it presents itself internally it's like i have to do a b and c Mm -hmm. i have to do a b and c but if you push it hard enough really really look at why it's there it's because it's it's tied to our survival mechanisms what's an example of a b and c i like examples i have to go work my job i have to be there on time i have to put on a smile no matter how i feel i have to not take too many sick leave days i have to play the game and get these reports in on time i have to whatever occupation it is, I have to do a good job and be efficient at this ditch digging job or at this airplane parts job or at whatever it is. Mm-hmm. If I don't follow the rules, then 
something bad will happen. And inevitably you chase it down enough. It's like, okay, what bad would happen? It's like, oh, well, then I'd lose my job. And then it's like, cool, what would happen? Oh, wait, I wouldn't have enough money. And then, okay, what would happen? Oh, I'd be homeless. And then what would happen? I'd, I'd probably just cease to exist. Like life would just end. I have no mm-hmm. idea. It just It's just death. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of the place that people are coming from. So the when you look out into the world, there's this sense right now of lots of people running from this place, right? But the new rule set is like if I don't wear a mask, if I don't socially distance, if mm-hmm. I don't stay inside, if I don't, you know, mm-hmm. whatever, I'm going to die. And at the same time, there's all of the old programming that's kind of contradicting. That's like, but if I don't make money, I'm going to die. And if I don't take care of my finances, I'm going to die. Like there, it's coming from both sides. So I think everyone's just stressed the fuck out mm-hmm. because it's like, if I don't listen to the rules, if I don't follow the rules, then like it's certain doom. And if I don't still find ways to make money, then it's certain doom, right? I mean, mm-hmm. I think that's why we have just record like unemployment filings and all these grants and all these things are just getting just swamped with application because we're all doing our best to continue to survive. Mm-hmm. And fundamentally, there's no sense of at this point of like, I'm completely taken care of always. Those lessons haven't come in yet. Yeah. Those truths just haven't been recognized yet. So I think that's why we're seeing so many things and why it seems so confusing. Mm-hmm. I want to talk to you about yeah. always being taken care of and supported no matter what. Yeah. Um, that to me, like, I don't know. There's this like undercurrent of like, I, I don't know why. I don't even know if this is fully true for me, but I like want pushback on that mm-hmm. because I think, I think from the outside perspective, it looks like I'm using my like quote unquote privilege. I'm using my da da da. I'm using my like whatever people view me as or like, oh, she must be so lucky that she gets to think that she's always taken care of and supported. But I want to challenge that back because when was there a time that you have never been taken care of or fully supported? Mm -hmm. I guarantee you, as you think of that, your brain is fucking going blank. Because there is nothing. There has never not been a time that you have not been supported or taken care of. Even in the most challenging of circumstances, there's always that like silver thread that comes through and you're like, oh, fuck, that's awesome. Like, I'm going to go do that. Like, I'm going to go this way. I'm going to choose this thing. Like, that's fucking soul getting in. Like, there has never been a time that you have not been taken care of or fully supported. Ever. No matter where you are on the socioeconomic scale. No matter where you are in the world, it is just motherfucking truth. Same thing that I said on my Instagram story. Like when is the time as if you've never not been able to find a way to wipe your ass? Mm -hmm. Like same, same. It's the same fucking thing. Always, no matter what. And when you're young, someone else fucking wipes your ass for you. And when you're old, (laughs) again, somebody else is wiping your ass. Like you're always taken care of, always supported, no matter what. And it's not because, yeah, like it's not because of me me being who I am, having that belief. It's just because it's fundamentally true. Mm -hmm. Like, why would we be here having this human experience if we weren't, if we weren't a part of the bigger thing and also the smaller things? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so this is cool, right? Because when... So the levels of clearance really are a sequence of realizations that you have. It's really all it is at its core. It's a sequence of realizations that allow you to see who and what you really are and what reality really is. 
So that truth is triggering for so many people and they don't know how to be with it because there, there's not a framework for it. There's no context for it. There's just, yeah, but if I don't do these things, yeah, that's when the yeah, buts come in. Yeah. Then Mm -hmm. there's, there's certain doom. So what I'm starting to appreciate more and more is I like, I have to re I am revisiting the levels of clearance because it's in the self love doc that's coming soon. And it's there to provide context to be able to, to talk about the purpose of self love, which is nurturing the body through the process of uncertainty. All of that's coming. But for the time being, what I'm really appreciating is seeing how these levels of clearance are actually a sequence of realizations. Mm -hmm. So when you're in that survival core, there's a realization that you can create a life that you want and that life isn't just a process of you're given all of these rules, you're given these circumstances and you got to do what you got to do. That's where it starts. Yep. But at some point you realize, oh, but I can do what I want. Mm-hmm. And that is like, I remember even just thinking back, like, man, it must have happened for me in college because there was after my freshman year. Now it happened between high school and college, right after my mom died, there was this realization that slowly started to sink in where I was like, wait, I'm on this business track and I'm going to probably end up getting a job at Geico because that was the big, it was the big thing in Tucson. So funny. I talk (laughs) about this all the time. (laughs) I know I would have been an account executive at Geico doing sales and then I would have moved through the company into whichever direction I ultimately wanted to go. I don't even know what their organizational structure looks like, but there was this point where I was like, oh yeah, but like, I just want to go to like California and I want to hang out with all of these like businessy entrepreneurial people who were like kind of doing whatever they want online and just hanging out most of the day. And like, they're not working. Like these people aren't really working mm-hmm. in the way that I'm about to work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there was this like, wait, but I can just, I can kind of do what I want. And that's this realization that pops into this place of, either material or emotional desires where depending on what you value more at the time when you have these realization whether you value your external reality like the cars and the money or even like even sex is like external whether you value like getting things or feeling good whatever you value more at the time you kind of kick into this phase of like okay so i'm going to create my life based on these things that i value based mm-hmm. on these things like what do i actually want is mm-hmm. essentially the question before you realize that you can create a life that you want, it doesn't make sense that you're always taken care of. Because if you're always taken care of, why would you be doing that thing? Mm-hmm. Right? Exactly. So it confronts this, mm-hmm. like, it hits this wall, major cognitive dissonance. The brain basically just shuts down. There, yeah. All the critical thinking just shuts down. You can't go any further because you have to realize that you can create a life that you want. Mm-hmm. So there's this sequence of realizations that map over these phases of life and what your core focus is during the life. That's essentially what the levels of clearance is, but it's cool watching this happen. And then you get to a point where you realize like, Oh, but like, I'm just going after shit and working really hard and being really dedicated. But like, why am I doing that? Mm -hmm. That doesn't make sense. Like there Mm -hmm. has to be more to life than this. And that there has to be more to life than this is what's called self-acceptance. And it's, it's less about like, I accept everything that's here. It's more you're accepting in reality as it actually is for the first fucking time. Mm, Yeah. It's wild Mm -hmm. that until you see that you can create a life that you want and you realize that there's more to life than the things that most people want Mm -hmm. because it all comes from this biological desire piece until you see past that, 
the awakening process in quotes, like that, that threshold of self-acceptance where you're accepting in reality as it, as it really is, that's the process. Like that's the threshold where if you ask anyone, when did you first start waking up? They're going to describe their self-acceptance threshold. Mm. They're going to describe the moment where they first saw through everything. Oh, well I realized when my mom passed away that it wasn't about those things. Mm -hmm. I realized when this terrible thing happened. I got in a car accident or someone mm-hmm. I love died like that, that there had to have been more than this. Mm-hmm. It always starts with a story. There's a huge tipping point yep. and then there's this threshold and they kick across. So it's, yeah, I mean, it's cool mapping out the sequence mm-hmm. of like this, these realizations that we have to go through. Yep. But like, I think the reason why it's so frustrating to be on the other side of those realizations is because they seem like just fundamental core truths. It's like, yeah, but like we're always taken care of, Mm -hmm. but the, there isn't a proper framework to even make sense of that until, until a certain point. Mm -hmm. It's wild. Mm -hmm. Oh, so cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I remember when I started asking those questions, it was like 2011, 2012. Mm -hmm. And then finally 2013, I was like, yeah, not doing it anymore I'm not doing it all these ways because it's not actually working like I I thought that climbing the corporate ladder I would feel I was looking for that feeling like I was looking to feel like free or something or like liberated or I don't know I thought there was going to be this like tipping point of like adulthood and like oh this is what it is like you're always safe supported taken care of because you worked your hard job and you made it to this point and now you have all this money and all these things and I thought that was going to be it. And then I kept climbing the corporate ladder and the feeling was getting worse. Yeah. Because I was like, wait, this is even more work. Mm -hmm. I'm managing all these motherfucking people. Yeah. (laughs) And it's weird because you don't really know about the world yet. At these early stages, you don't really think about how things work because that happens after self-acceptance. That only comes from the like, there has to be more than this. Yeah. Well, then I started asking all sorts of questions like, wait, why does our insurance not cover like our gym membership? Yeah. Like, wait, why doesn't, and there was just like constantly berating my managers in the HR department with questions. Yeah. Cause it like stuff was like, wait, this doesn't make sense. Wait, this doesn't make sense. How Mm -hmm. can we do it this way? Yeah. Like suddenly you're seeing the world as it is, not from this place of like, how do I get what I want from this? Oh yeah. Or no. how do I make sure that I'm going to be okay in this? Right. Like you, you have to be able to pop out of that mm-hmm. really just your body's perspective, your body's core evolutionary perspective. Yeah. You have to be able to pop out of that to be able to see that there's anything more at all. Yeah. And it, and it's weird because it's weird that we don't think, we think that our lives are going to get better when we work really hard and climb the corporate ladder, but we're working harder, longer and that's actually our life. Like, I don't think we recognize what our life actually is. It's so funny. Like when I mm-hmm. think about the majority of jobs, really, it's weird. The like 40 hours a week, mm-hmm. the five days, of the five days a week, mm-hmm. eight hours a day. Like it's, it's weird that that's the majority of your waking life. Yeah. So like when you think about like climbing a corporate ladder, no matter what you're doing, you're like in that place mm-hmm. doing that thing. And your life isn't the thing that you create from that, which is what it feels like at the time. It's like, oh, I I got this, these three or four hours. That's my life. No, 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 no. Your life is from the moment you open your eyes to the moment you close your eyes at night. That's your life. Mm -hmm. And when the majority of your life is, is consumed with shit that isn't actually you, like what the fuck are we doing? Right, 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 right. What the fuck are we doing? And those are the moments where it's like, 
oh my God, yeah. the majority of my life I'm doing this thing that I fucking hate mm-hmm. so that I can make money, so that I can have an exhausted, mediocre drinking by myself session every night. That's yeah. my that's my life. Yeah. And there's it's like, what am I doing? And I think I, <laughs> I saw, can feel I people saw, being like, like, well, at least I don't drink by myself. <laughs> yeah, right. But whatever. Like like our life is being exhausted by things we don't like so that we can rest with yeah. people that we love. Yeah. Like that's what it's just so it's a weird existence. Even the concept of like retirement. Cause like when I, when For I left sure. the corporate job and you know, most of my friends at the time had no fucking idea what yeah. I was doing, how I was going to ever survive. All their fears get projected. And then, um, there's this whole thing with like, yeah like well retirement like are you saving for retirement like do you have health insurance and Mm -hmm. it's like no and no like retirement is is totally off the table that is irrelevant for my work in the world there is no retiring from it like this is me Mm -hmm. i'm gonna be me until the day i die what do you mean retire yeah like it just it doesn't even compute Mm-hmm. But it's seen as like socially irresponsible and da 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 because it breaks out of all of those boxes. Mm-hmm. And then the people that are viewing that from the box that are viewing you from your unleashed, unhinged box, mm-hmm. then you're made wrong in their eyes. I mean, I'm making them wrong for being in a box because I think it's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're thinking I'm stupid for being like so irresponsible or whatever the. I yeah. think irresponsible is really the word that just kind of plays in over in that or like ungrounded or like for sure you know all of those are like detached from reality yeah, like but she like, doesn't get but it but it's a weird concept because if you really think about it like it's how is it irresponsible to live a life that you actually want to live right everyone has challenges obviously nobody's secure obviously look around right now yeah. look at the like 30 million people that just filed for unemployment nobody is as secure doing these things why do we do things that we don't actually care about at all Yeah, under the semblance of security, which isn't actually which real. Which isn't real. And those are the ideas that start yes. to get confronted. Yes. And you can That's make someone favorite. wrong as irresponsible. But like, is it really? Is it really irresponsible? Like, isn't that, isn't that taking responsibility for your life and who yeah. you actually are? Isn't that yeah. the most responsible thing <laughs> totally. you can possibly do is to do the things that you actually want to do and find a way to make it work and find a way to build a life that's legitimately yours yeah. versus putting off who you are for the remainder of your life until you retire and then realize that all you have energy for is a golf game a week and that you're done with life. Yeah. Like that's, it's wild. Yeah. So wild. Mm-hmm. So these are the realizations of self-acceptance. These are the realizations yeah. where you and accept reality as it really is and it's through all of that cognitive dissonance everything starts to break and and like yeah i think we were talking about it earlier too it's like it's like the um what am i oh not nervous breakdown midlife crisis (laughs) like time times i think it happens sooner now i like to think yeah people have midlife crises earlier and earlier these days which is a sign of growth as a civilization for sure for Mm -hmm. sure but yeah i can totally see that when like The head CEO has been doing it for however many years. Yeah. And then he's just like, what the fuck? Like yeah. all I've ever wanted to do is like deep sea fishing. Yeah. It's like, well then do it like for fuck's sake, mm-hmm. like do it. It doesn't have to be just a goddamn hobby anymore. Yeah. It doesn't have to be, do something you do once a week because you're, you know, you're one week or two week vacation. Like, yeah. come on. Like, it's just not real. It's like as much as we made up the rules of the 40 hour work week, the eight hours, you know, a day, the lunch mm-hmm. breaks, the this and then that we can unmake those fucking rules. They're just they're made up. Yep. 
they're not fucking real. It's the same shit with the goddamn money. Mm-hmm. You made up this uh, amount to mm-hmm. be like, oh, this is the amount that we pro- approve to go out to the people. And yeah. then, you know, it runs out, obviously. Yeah. Well, then the only, why don't we just make up more? The only reason why we still perpetuate systems that suck is because we don't see that they suck because we can't see our reality as it actually is. The majority of people on this planet don't see reality for how it is. They see the obligations or their desires and how to get there. So it's either I have to do this or here's my plan for how to get away mm. from this. That's the whole perspective. Yep. So the the idea that like we can change and make this up. It's like, uh, I may no, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's like, ah, uh, it like it jangles around in there for a while. Uh-huh. And then it's like, uh, that doesn't, that doesn't compute. It doesn't make sense, but it's true. It's everything is made up. Like all of it. Yes. Like it is so bananas when you really get to see that. And mm-hmm. it's like, Oh my God. Like, yeah. And I get being in a circumstance where you're in a phase of life where you are working a corporate job or when you're doing something and you can't directly impact the way that the whole company functions. Like I understand that there are limitations to just changing our circumstances. Like I don't, we're not saying that, yeah, but you can just go in and change whatever you want because that's not necessarily true. It's more so the realization that we made this shit up. Right. Because once you recognize that, then it opens the possibility for you to be able to do things differently or to offer solutions in a different way. You start think your whole thinking opens up. It's that like out of the box thinking. Yeah. And suddenly you're able to recognize the world for what it is and then you can improve on it and you can make Mm -hmm. decisions that are that are obviously better. Yeah. I think the thing where it's like the funniest is where you see entrepreneurs building their businesses oh, in the in same, the same way, structure. in the same way. And and you're like, how's that working? Like, it's really shitty, you know? And it's like, it's, like, it's weird uh-huh. that we bake ourselves as entrepreneurs into the same thing where it's yeah. like, oh, well, I should be working eight hours a day, Monday through or Friday. Making this many I'll take calls. the weekends off. Yeah. Right. I have to make these many sales calls and do these things. Uh, and it's like, or like, oh, it's my Friday. Like I don't work Fridays or, or whatever. It's like, yeah. but why not? Like, yeah. what if there's an opportunity here and there's something that's For aligned? Sure. You're not going to follow the energy For on it. Sure. You're going to like stay in your weird little rule book. Yeah. And at the day, at the end of the day, what difference is there really between the days of the week outside there's of the bank n- transactions, maybe not coming there's through on none. Sunday, you know, there's, there's no, no difference. difference. The sun comes up and the sun sets. I think that's what we're seeing too with yeah, Corona. It's <laughs> true. Every day is just day now. It's, yeah. Every day is today. <laughs> yeah. So it's cool. I mean, from this, from this pop we've already started to move into through this conversation move toward global education and global Mm -hmm. education is just it's recognizing like oh there's more to my life than just me Mm. there's more to this world there's more to to life itself than just my own existence and you can only see that once you've hit that self-acceptance where you start taking things in seeing other people's perspectives seeing that that even though you were raised really liberal or you live in a pocket of a community that's really liberal that the conservatives are actually just kind of equally right and totally different things and equally wrong on others like you start to see this other pocket of the world and it's like wait there's there's more to life than just the things that i already believe there's more to life than just me and this kind of like pop starts to happen where you recognize that the the kind of purpose of life or, or like there's something else here than just the things that I want to create. Mm-hmm. And like that, that kind of realization starts to open things up. Yeah. And then for most people, they call this the natural path, but it happens different mm-hmm. for other people. For most people that creates enough tension where they're like, I got to do something. 
Yeah. I got to like just integrate some philanthropy into my business or I got to like, I got to like go join the Red Cross. Like what, like what do I do mm -hmm. to help this thing where I have to have a service-based business because you, you see how things aren't working and you see that if we continue down this path as a planet, exactly using the status quo of all of the rules that I used to follow, then we're driving ourselves to complete destruction. Yeah. Like we're going to run out of oil. We're going to like pump way too much CO2 in the atmosphere. Like the, the real things that come from the rules that we all thought we had to do in order to survive mm -hmm. by following the rules. We've actually started to create our collective demise, which we're a piece of. Want, yeah, and it's like, many. there's all of these realizations that it's like, Oh my goodness, like I have to do something. Mm -hmm. And that's where this really like global, almost like philanthropist perspective starts to come in. That's where lots, I think of the coaching industry, personal development, spiritual teachers, I think less spiritual teachers, but personal development, this whole pocket all starts to come from this thing of like, well, mm -hmm. I got to coach. I got to help people. I got to get more clients. I got to do this thing. And there's this impact driven. Yeah worldview and realizations that start to come from that it's like I, I realize that I have a purpose like I can do something like mm -hmm. what is it it's those realizations um, and from there naturally eventually through that purpose exploration leads to an etheric education yeah like oh there's something else here spiritually when you're talking about global education too you were saying something about um not being like blown out by the world like also still being able to accept and be with yeah. All of it. Like yeah, noticing because, like, oh my God, wait, everybody doesn't have clean water. Like this is a problem. Like, yeah. Cause you know how that's a big one for me. It's funny. I think this is the biggest problem that most activists run into. You can't educate someone who hasn't seen past their core biological programming. You can't educate them. Self-acceptance, the realization that there's more to life than this has to happen or you literally can't take in information outside of Oh, so here's just another thing I have to do, right? Mm -hmm. this ob oh, so the fucking plastic straw is just another thing I got to do. I got to go buy glass straws now, pay more of my paycheck, make it even harder on me. You can't get in because mm. it's all about things they have to do or things that they that they want to do to be able to create a better life for themselves. There, there's no getting in there with like, yeah, but have you seen the world? It's mm -hmm. like, no, I haven't. Like, yeah, I know, I know things, you know, yeah, I know, I know, but like, I, but I got to do this. Like you can't get information in until you're past that threshold. So of yeah, I mean the past the threshold of self-acceptance. So yeah, that global the education. The threshold of self-acceptance. It's funny. <laughs> past that. Oh. Until you get past that <laughs> threshold of self-acceptance. The... That whole global education, uh, impact driven and etheric education, they just call it the education phase. It happens different for most spiritual people. Mm -hmm. It actually, they actually have the etheric education realization first. So they go, there's more to life than this. And then before the global education fully happens where they see all the systems of the world, mm -hmm. they go, oh, there's something more out there. There's something more to this reality than just physical mm -hmm. existence. And it changes the order of things a little bit. Gotcha. But that whole phase is really just, I'm taking in information about the world for the first fucking time in my entire life. I'm finally seeing things how they are for the mm. first time in my life. Like I think about conspiracy theorists and all of that. Mm -hmm. It's kind of, that's kind of a global education piece too, just taken to an extreme, almost an unhealthy extreme. 
where it's like, I've done my own research for the first time. Like I didn't mm. realize that these things were out there. I didn't realize this is how the mm. world worked. I didn't realize Project Paperclip and that the that NASA hired Nazis after the after the regime fell. Like what the fuck? Mm-hmm. You know, there's like this like what? Mm-hmm. The, there's this like realization of how the world actually is that then that then's happening from that threshold of of like oh yeah there's there's more to life than just this mm-hmm. then it's like it's basically the like what the fuck stage and mm-hmm. for, for lots of people it's a long and excruciating like circular cyclical like process where you're Spiral. going all over the place through all of yep. these different ways and thinking and and at the end of the day you you know more about the world than you did when you started mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. love that yeah so I think like the the place I'd love to stop because I think this is like the this is the end of the the levels of clearance as the levels of clearance as it first came through is direct access. Mm-hmm. And that was the piece too that came through on the latest channel night. It's in the second paradigm community. Yeah, our and channel night was all about this from a slightly different lens, but still about this. I made an art of truth piece that's mm-hmm. cl- clearly a being within a being. And probably another being. Yeah, <laughs> um, so if you want to check it out and have it, you can. Mm-hmm. It's on the second paradigm so cool. community on Facebook. So just wanted to put my little plug oh, in there. Oh, that's for... cool. Think about direct access from that the picture of the yeah, it makes perfect sense, that. right? Yeah, yeah. Because so it does look like a silhouette of a person, kind of looking at themselves in the water. Oh, so yeah, it's you crazy. See it. It's like someone seeing a reflection of themselves and then and then there's another thing that they're a part of and there's another thing that they're a part yeah, of. That's super like, cool. Yeah, super, it's super like cool. Oversoul slash those dolls. Yeah, those dolls that like stack inside dolls. of each other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So direct access. So is direct the access final. is the point. From a soul perspective, direct access is the point of that entire education process. Mm. And really it's the whole point of this entire process. It's the recognition that intuition is true. Yeah. That there's something to intuition that is really valid in an unexplainable way. Mm -hmm. And in order to have that realization, like the reason for that whole education phase of, of what I think I would describe for most spiritual people as the most confusing pocket of their entire life. Mm hmm. Just yeah. fucking confusing. You don't know yeah. what's real anymore. You feel crazy. Yep. You question whether or not you're schizophrenic or have some weird mental disorder. Yeah. Like it's the most confusing pocket yep. of life. You notice you start drinking more water and then you yeah. then you look up schizophrenia and you notice that that's one of the symptoms. Yeah. I don't know if people do that, but I oh, did that. Oh no. I, you're you, not did the, you do that too? No. <laughs> but, but, you're, <laughs> <laughs> but you're not you're not the only one that's asked me that. So <laughs> you just outed yourself. <laughs> well, no, because you were telling my story and I was like, yeah, that's what I did. Oh, yeah, you did. But s- oh, other no, people that's so funny. You're like, no, 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 me. you're not alone. And I was like, wait, you did too? You're like, no, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely not. I know I'm not schizophrenic. <laughs> oh, God. It's amazing. But what the, the most confronting and confusing, disorienting phase of life, that entire education phase, when you view it through the lens of this trajectory, it makes a lot of sense. Because you can't go from, oh, there's more to life than this, where you first realize that life isn't just a set of obligations or desires being fulfilled through time by hard work and discipline. You first see your way out of your biological programming. It's very difficult to then take a leap to, oh, I acknowledge my intuition is true and I'm going to follow it in my life. Mm -hmm. What? Yeah. Like that doesn't even make sense. It doesn't even connect. Mm-mm. But that entire sequence, those realizations of, oh, 
it's so cool the way they laid this out this recent doc it blew my mind because because they said that right they were like the the leap from self-acceptance to direct access which is the realization of intuition as being solid and true it can't really happen without those three realizations of global education impact driven and etheric education Mm -hmm. they're three different realizations of there's more to reality than just me and my life yep i have a purpose what is it yep and the etheric education one of there's more to reality than just physical existence until you acknowledge that there's more to reality than just physical existence intuition doesn't make sense before you recognize that you have some semblance of a the global and impact kind of go together before you recognize that there's some semblance of purpose or thing that you can do to like to help or to like kind of kick into gear like there's something else that you can do to help the world and there's more to life than just that until you recognize that intuition and this guidance stream isn't just this physical thing that can be explained away and doesn't mean anything and has a larger impact than just your own life that there's something really significant about this like oh this is soul this is more important Mm -hmm. than just my survival or my desires this isn't just some stream that i get a competitive advantage to be able to bring through you know like there's really really something here that's more important than everything else that I possibly knew before. And like there's this kind of sequence of realizations and they all fit together to create a foundation to where you can finally go, Oh, I have this intuition. I've kind of always had it, but I just never really gave it a thought. What if I were to listen to it and direct access is the phase that starts with ignoring your intuition for for the large majority of people, Mm -hmm. ignoring your intuition and watching things go badly. You ignore your intuition and you watch it go badly and you go, shit, I should have listened to my intuition. And then you ignore it and then you, and then mm-hmm. things go badly and you go, oh shit, I should have listened to my intuition again. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. And it all coalesces into this larger realization of, oh, my intuition is valid. It's truer than anything else could, could possibly be. Mm-hmm. And that that's what opens up the next phases of all of this where intuition becomes the foundation for a massive spiritual embodiment of who we truly are and all of that that's what all the later phases are about but that that as the trajectory recognizing that intuition is true and valid that's the reason for all of those really really confronting and confusing phases of our life it's all meant to point us back to the thing that's been within us the entire time that we just didn't know had any value yep yep so that's the levels of clearance Mm -hmm. (laughs) love it Mm -hmm. yeah it's awesome yeah and for my visual friends out there, I drew a picture of what this looks like. <laughs> just blocks with the words in it. <laughs> yeah, it's literally just colored blocks yeah. because I felt into the energy of each mm-hmm. level. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I picked a color that went, well, I like got the color. The color yeah, was like, awesome. okay, so we're going to do blue and then light blue, green. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and each, yeah, each color, each level has a different color. Yeah. And then I drew a really simple box that in my mind felt so much more like robust and comprehensive and mm-hmm. it just wasn't. And I was like, I should just stick to abstract art. <laughs> <laughs> those things are more profound than what I'm trying to do right here. Yeah, it's cool. It's basically, uh, it's like six stories high. It's like six blocks high because the second floor of the of the tower of blocks as a duplex is it yes <laughs> yes side by side because you you go from one that survival into either a material or emotional dominant desire 
stage. Um, and I think you can kind of flip back and forth between them too. They can fluctuate. They can, yeah, it feels they can play fluid. different things, but they're very distinct things. So it's not the same stage, mm-hmm. but they're the same tier yep. of, of development. You don't have to go one, two, three, four. You can go one, two, four or one, three, four. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like when, uh, no, no, it's not. I was going to say it's like when uh, two people win silver or something. Oh, and how they're you know, standing on the Yeah, things. yeah, but it's but it's not. It's, okay. it's, it's the exact opposite. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, it's just cool to it's cool to talk about it. I think the thing that feels most relevant in all of this, just to reiterate, the very first thing I said was that there's a trajectory to life. There's mm-hmm. a trajectory and a reason for all of these things happening and all of these awarenesses waking up. Yeah. So if you resonate with any of this and you're listening, right. And you're like, Oh yeah. Like I see that. And some of these realizations are kind of like pushing on different edges. Like that's good. That's, that's it. Mm -hmm. You know, like it's the reason why we tell everyone to trust themselves. It's not like just a blanket meme statement on Instagram. It's because we're saying like, trust yourself because your intuition is the most powerful decision making Mm -hmm. force you have available to you far more powerful and valid than your obligations that you think you have to do, but don't actually have to do Mm -hmm. or the desires of things that you think you actually want, but are actually just biological programming reaching through you as if they're your ancestors desires, or if they're actually cultures, larger desires and aren't actually a reflection of who you are. There's more to life than just that. And intuition is the most powerful way to be able to dial into that. Mm -hmm. So trust yourself. Yep. Right. There's all of these layers. Yeah. So to, many layers to everything we say. Mm-hmm. Oh, I said that yesterday on my yeah. Facebook video. You did. That's what sparked it. Or Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I was talking about toilet paper. <laughs> yeah. What, what were you talking about with toilet paper? You said. Oh, it was just the first time I'd ever counted how many rolls we had. Yeah. So the scarcity bug must have bit me or something. I don't know. Or... It's all right. Going to the grocery store. It's hard not to be scarce. It's yeah. It's just well, in, it's, it's in, in the, the field. It's literally it's in the air. Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. Even when we were in Austin and we went to that H E B grocery store, it's yep. like and poverty different central. Different grocery stores feel different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my god, it was felt yeah, so uncomfortable wild. to spend really money wild. there. I was like, oh, their bottom line would be so much higher if they fucking cleared the energy of this goddamn yeah. place. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just like if they saged at like three a.m. every day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'd be so it's much funny. better. Um. But oh, I wrote something on Facebook about how I. It was the first time I ever counted the toilet paper in the house. And I said, for those of you wondering, we have nine rolls. Um, And then essentially, I mean, it just goes back to what I was saying earlier. Like, when have we not been taken care of? Like, Mm -hmm. I've never counted toilet paper because I've always had enough toilet paper. I've never not had enough toilet paper. And if I didn't, if I ran out, Mm -hmm. then I had a tissue or I had a paper towel or whatever. We, We have like... Yeah, we're we're resourceful as human beings like we figure shit out just innately without even Mm -hmm. being like I need to figure this out I must figure this out like if you can't wipe your ass you're thinking quick yeah and like it's just natural oh yeah 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 and that was the layers to all of this right this is what you're talking about the beginning of the podcast I just want to lay context now that we've laid more context yes so context you were saying context. The... well because it's just it's layered like yes. when i'm saying that like when have we not ever when have we not been taken care of and i'm saying it in regards to toilet paper yep but i mean it for like everything yeah and then that's goes back to the whole thing of like literally like i don't know i i asked one of my friends today to think of a time when she's not been taken care of and she was like i was like your brain went blank huh she's like i literally can't think of it i'm like yeah because it's not fucking yeah. true but through the entirety of that entire time, there's always been a sense of not being taken care of through a time frame of like two weeks to six months, right? Always. 
What do you mean? Always. There's a perpetual feeling of I'm not going to be taken care of yes, soon. When you project then, out. Yeah. So it feels like, oh no, I've been struggling this entire time. Yeah. But when you actually look back and go, yeah, but like how do things actually play out? And that's like, where oh, the brain uh-huh. starts to scramble. It can't. Mm-hmm. It can't pull anything. Yeah. Because you were fully supported the whole time. Yeah. But that like, and I think that's why like the, the, the teaching of presence and the teaching of peace and the teaching of like mm-hmm. asking the question, what's here? Yep. Like that brings it all to the now, which is, that's all that fucking matters. And that's not to be cliche. It's just fucking true. I mean, we were looking at our finances the other day and we were like, Oh, okay. So like, you know, looking at getting a air, not air, all that too. I wanted to get an air purifier and a water purifier. And they're both like pretty big. They're just investment pieces. Like heavy duty things. Mm -hmm. If we were to get them from the Alex Jones website. (laughs) 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 love me some AJ um but yeah but it was interesting to just (laughs) it was just interesting to project out like based on what we have in our account now and what's coming in and like and we just assume that there could possibly never be any more money coming in which is just not fucking true time and time again yeah and then we bought some other stuff on Amazon and like yeah we were just counting we were counting things but then the next day we made like unexplainably more than we were already going to spend like you know just like things continue to come in to support and those are the things that our body and our projections never take into account no they never consider that never take into account Mm -hmm. i know one of my good friends just sent us 20 bucks it was just really nice and i woke up to like a 1 a.m message to her from her an audio message (laughs) so funny she's like in bed and she's like ah miriam i just i can't sleep but she sounded so far away so i imagine she was all snuggled up she's like but I just want to say thank you for speaking your truth because it just like really helps me speak mine. Oh, that's awesome. I know. And I was like, fuck oh, yeah. Oh, I thought that was the, for the donation Keep doing channel, it. Right? I mean, I think it's all. Oh, it's, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think it's so tip way, for that's tat. Sweet. Yeah. That's true. It's true. It's never tip for tat. Yeah. Not in the second paradigm. We don't play that. Duh. But yeah. It was just cool because it, it just felt all encompassing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just like as a way to say thank you. It was nice. But yeah, I always want people speaking their truth. I'm like, what the fuck else are you doing? Have mm-hmm. you not been speaking your truth? What have you been doing? Yeah. Fucking get out of here. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> everything, like we, we always put things as simply as we can, you know, and when we talk about topics, we always try to distill it down as much as we can. But like at the end of the day, we're always working from this framework. Not like we're, we have this framework in our minds and then we're figuring out how to do it, no. but it's all coalescing toward trust yourself and trust your soul and figure out what your soul even is and like sort through the bullshit. Don't listen to this stuff. Don't listen to the external stuff. Like all the things that we always yep. say, it is this, like yep. we're helping people to drive along these set of realizations to be able to discover the soul self within them that then yeah. opens up a whole new wave of life. Like, oh my God, yeah. the the difference between running a body heavy blend of like, I'm going to, I need to do this in order to survive or I, I want to like build these things because I don't know anything else exists or that I don't, I don't realize that it's pointless just to have more material or, or to try to feel better all the time that everything always normalizes yeah. no matter how much money we make, no matter how many things we get, no matter how good we may have. Of an, of an experience it normalizes in like a few hours yeah and when you recognize all of that like everything just changes and, and and to be able to to live this life as a soul like i think about the level of fulfillment we have now mm. compared to these earlier chapters of life 
there's this sense of like, I literally think about our whole life often and like all the things we're going to be able to do and like all that we're going to be able to like learn and embody and like there are things that I care about not because like it's some cause that sounds good yeah but because I feel like it's an extension of like who we actually are and what we really want to do and the fact that we get to make this into a business the fact that we get to keep living that everything keeps working out and the fact that like these messages keep growing like it's just cool and I want everyone to have these experiences you know I want everyone to be able to do the thing that they're actually here to do yeah yeah. I mean, what else is the point? Yeah, for sure. Because <laughs> that's also what helps like, the world. Like we, yeah. we want to solve all these collective problems. We have to be uh, figure out who the fuck we are yeah. t- to play our role. And be willing to fucking stand out there boldly and tenaciously in your truth. Yeah. Like for fuck's sake. And mm-hmm. nobody's going to, not everybody's going to agree with you. And there is going to be pushback. Yeah. And it's fucking scary. Mm-hmm. But like, that's the appeal. That's the appeal for me with like Alex Jones and shit like that. Like he's fucking doing it. Yeah. Even if I don't resonate with it, like in this, we For always sure. come back to this point. We've talked about like Jordan Peterson and all of these people just like yeah. fully being who they're here to be. And like, yeah, it's disruptive, but like, fuck, we need it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even all the medical professionals during this time, like there's so many obvious examples of this, of people being themselves and speaking their truth, regardless of what the yeah. collective's currently saying. And then it changes the entire collective it's, narrative. Yeah. It's wild. You just, entire just narrative. fucking stand in it. Mm-hmm. And then people, the people start talking squawking about ventilators and saying, versus what? oxygen. Yeah. The people who were talking about the hospitals not being as full and like yep. some of the panic not being as real. Like all of these things are just like they're pretty consensus realizations. Like they're starting to move yeah. and like changing the way that we're dealing with this. And, yep. and even the stuff about the biolab and all of that stuff in Wuhan and all of those things and like whether or not it's created in, in other ways. Like the the guy who won the Nobel Prize for for I think sequencing or discovering essentially HIV. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That guy, the Nobel prize winner, there's this interview of him talking about it actually being like bioengineered and all of these things. And he was saying lots of other people have found these things, but they're being forced to take on their studies. Mm-hmm. He was like, the thing is I'm a Nobel prize laureate and like I'm old so I can kind of do whatever I want. That's what he said in the interview. Wow. Yeah. So it's funny. Like, yep it's funny him even recognizing the limitations that are out there on scientists and on people who are in the field and on people who are, who their entire next chapter of their life getting research dollars or whatever is dependent on the things that they do and say and what they stand for and they can offend people and then not get money and literally not be able to continue to do what they're doing. Like it keeps everybody good little boys and good little girls. It's wild. So Mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, it's cool. It's cool seeing people who for whatever reason aren't limited. Yeah for whatever reason. Yeah. Like whether it's because they've gotten there in their career, I still respect that. I love that. I love that they're doing it now. But what I really, really, really love to see are the people who are doing it anyway, despite the pushback. Yeah. The people who are putting those messages out and they're like, yeah, like I'm, I'm young and I'm like 45 or whatever, you know? And like, I, I'm a doctor at this place and here's what I'm seeing. And like, this could negatively impact my career, but like, it's really, really important that I put out my truth. Yeah. Like there's, that stands the test of time. mm -hmm. Like truth is timeless. Yes. Yes. And like, no matter what, like, I mean, yeah, the dust storm settles when you have been the one saying what you're saying and people will know where to find you when, the, mm-hmm. when everything fucking settles down. Cause you're just, yeah. you've been standing there saying the same thing on repeat. Yeah. I mean, that's how I feel. That's, I feel like that's like my purpose here is to just keep fucking saying what I'm saying yeah. over and over and over again. 
and these times where it's the hardest, it's funny. I was thinking about it the other day. I was like, man, I almost want to write a post that like, <laughs> it's like snarky. So I didn't, but like, do you want to see if like spiritual people are like actually living their messages? Go back to the time where all this coronavirus stuff broke and see what they were posting. Go back mm. on their timeline, see what they were posting during the time mm-hmm. when everyone was uncertain. Nobody knew it was happening. Oh, I'll do it. Yeah, I mean, snark. like, like really, like, <laughs> because I remember that yes. now yes. all the people are back. Oh, yeah. All the major players, all the, they're all back. They're yep. all posting their messages again, talking yep. about peace, talking about love, talking about all these things. Yep. But at the time, oh, uh, yeah. oh man, we watched everyone lose our yeah, way. And yeah. we were putting out consistent. I, I dropped a peace doc on the same day that everyone else around me was freaking the fuck out. Yeah. Getting just rampant text messages yep. about like whether or not we were safe and had enough water and all these things and seeing Facebook posts everywhere from all these people who are in very similar work doing very very similar work just freaking the fuck out freaked out those bananas i was like wait this isn't a big deal like what happened like what the fuck this is so weird like because to me i'm totally judging them and thinking like what the fuck like you're talking about peace and being connected to your own inner knowing like fucking prove it and by the way that all like that whole pocket of people responded to covid19 Mm-hmm. That shows me how disembodied those motherfucking teachings actually fucking mm-hmm. are. Like I call bullshit on all of that. Yeah. Like fuck the fuck off. Yeah. And like, like I, I like can't like the whole thing about truth needing to be all the way through for me. Mm-hmm. Like that is like a perfect example of that. Yeah. And I would never work with any of those fuckers. Yeah. Not a fucking chance. Yeah. It's tough because Like, I want to see people stand in their own fucking knowing. Mm -hmm. How can your knowing be fear? How can your knowing be how many gallons of water does so-and-so have? How can that be your motherfucking truth? Mm -hmm. Like, shut the fuck up. That is not fucking true. That is just laced with fear. It's ways to try to control other people because you feel so goddamn out of control in your own fucking life. Like, let's be fucking real. Like, let's call a goddamn spade a spade. Mm Mm-hmm. Because when you're connected to your own truth and your own inner knowing, nothing rattles it. Nothing. Listen to my voice right now. Nothing can rattle this knowing within me. That we are safe and always taken care of and supported no matter fucking what. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Man, that shit gets me hot. Literally, my face is fucking red. It's not. My body's sexy, (laughs) (laughs) but it's just, it's so, it's crazy to me because those people are seen as like spiritual leaders and teachers and, and personal development mentors and all this fucking shit. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I know you have more goddamn followers than me. I know you make more money than me, but fuck off. Like not for fucking long because when you don't trust your intuition and your inner knowing to run your goddamn business and you're still running it on motherfucking scripts and you're still manipulating people using the fear of COVID. Mm -hmm. Thank you very fucking much, which it's not even real. It's gone. It's been gone. Like this fucking thing isn't even here anymore. The fact that we keep calling it back in (laughs) brings it fucking back. It's not here. Like, can't you just feel that? Like if you connect to the intelligence of the coronavirus, it feels like it's ephemeral. It's, it's like me blowing my fucking chalk dust off the balcony. It's gone. Poof. <laughs> oh my God. It is insane to me. But those fucking people are the ones that 
they're the ones that need this work more than anybody that I see. I'm like, come the fuck on. What do you mean an email list or a strategy or a this or a that? That shit doesn't stick. Everyone sees through it. Yeah. Because and if they don't not... see through it, they're going to because their journey of hiring you is to learn that they needed to fucking trust themselves the whole goddamn time. That's what they had to learn by paying you $50,000. What a fucking ripoff. Or the greatest gift you can give yourself to trust yourself and never hire like that again. Never. When someone's playing into your insecurities and fears and telling you that you can have a better life if you just follow these seven steps that I made up, fuck the fuck off. The only one that knows those seven steps is you. The only one that can pull those seven steps through for you is you. There are absolutely <laughs> people that can guide you on your journey. Absolutely. But the large majority of the people out there that are doing it are marketers, not spiritual teachers or thought leaders. They're marketers. And that's where you start to fucking realize it's wild. You start to realize that these people are marketers regurgitating old fucking content that they learned just they picked up along the way that it's their best guess at what will help people regurgitating it and then marketing it. They're, they're marketers. And I appreciate so fucking much because this is, it's what I wanted to do with this whole business from the beginning, right? The common sense and logic says that when you start a business, you don't focus on R and D. You don't focus on pulling through three fucking years of content coming through constantly. Like I haven't stopped writing since fucking <laughs> like May. When I first came out of my channel it was May 5th, 2017. I haven't fucking stopped. And even before that, it was November like 17th, 18th. My channel blew up and I haven't fucking stopped. I can't stop. It just keeps pouring through this massively complex web of all of these teachings and all these things. People don't take the time to pull things through and understand no, they reality. fucking pull other people's fucking shit yeah it's fucking gross they just teach other people's stuff and market it yeah and then put their own little like seal of whatever mm -hmm. yeah because if you look seal at the seven approval. steps all of the seven steps came from different people maybe two of them came from the same person they all came from different people and they're all just packaged that we have curators mm -hmm. not creators <sighs> And that's what I love so much about what we're doing, because obviously, Same. clearly, by the sound of my voice, like I'm a firm stance in this. Yeah. Like I am always going to tell you to trust yourself and you're going to fucking give me the eye roll and be so annoyed. And then you're going to be like, ugh. and then David's going to give you the context as to why <laughs> and mm -hmm. it's going to make sense. And yeah. then I'm not going to know why it made sense because <laughs> <laughs> I don't know those pieces. But I just know that you can trust yourself every fucking time. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm such a firm stance for that for everyone. And I do appreciate when you hear my voice in your head and you're like, oh, yeah, Miriam would just tell me just to trust myself. Or I get a message that's like, oh, I know you're just going to tell me just to trust myself, but this is what's going on. Mm -hmm. It's like, perfect. Yeah. Keep trusting yourself. That's the point. That's the whole point. And I would rather financially have like money. I don't even care about the money. Like the money, like just bleh. it doesn't even do anything for me. I get that it does because food, but because you realize that you're always taken care of. Yes, you exactly. You can't be free from money until you realize that you're so, always taken care of. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Otherwise, it exactly. dictates all your decisions. You yes. manipulate people. You hire people who are you 
like have people hire you who aren't actually good fits. You focus more on marketing than on the development of your material. You yes. all of that stuff. Everything we're talking about is core survival mechanisms yeah. still running the show behind the scenes underneath yeah. spiritual topics that sound really good. Yeah. It's wild. Mm-hmm. Really wild. Yeah. To, so to know that, to know, always supported, mm-hmm. taken care of no matter what, yeah. then I can just keep showing up. I keep yeah. getting to do my art. I keep getting to hop on phone calls and have these conversations with people. Yeah. And the money ends up coming in in all sorts of random ways. Yeah. I got paid from a woman that took my Intuition 101 course last year. Okay. Talk about following the motherfucking energy. I knew she was supposed to be in the course. I did. I, I don't care about money. That thing, that just never, if money's the barrier, then I'm like, ah, like, fuck it. Just be in the course. Like, I know you're supposed to be in the course. Yeah. And she paid me two weeks ago or a week ago, mm-hmm. just sent me a Venmo. And I was like, what? And it said, mm-hmm. and then memo intuition 101. That's awesome. I'm like, oh my God, like a fucking year later. Mm-hmm. I didn't even think about it. Yeah. Cause it didn't matter, but like it came in at a perfect time. Mm-hmm when we're in this like COVID thing, <laughs> you know, like yeah. it's just so freaking cool. cool. So it's not tit for tat. Like when I say that I'm fucking serious. Like when you follow the energy where this is, I'm getting so fiery and this is going, this is another one of our long pods. It's great. I'll, I'll tie it back. There's a thread. <laughs> it's a really important. But when you follow the energy and actually trust what's actually here between two people, th- the money is irrelevant. Like if there's actually energy to have this conversation and mm-hmm. to say this thing and to like have this session with this person or whatever, mm-hmm. the money will come. Like it's just, it doesn't, but when you're following the energy, like I, I also had another experience where I, this woman was t- reaching out about ETs and David and I have had a shit ton of experience of helping people navigate the ET world. Mm-hmm. But I had to make it known to her that like, it's it, we can totally hop on the phone and talk, but if she does want to contribute financially to the call, we're open to that. Like, that's cool. I don't usually say shit like that, but for whatever reason with this instance, it felt important to say mm-hmm. like, you know, like basically to put a stake in the ground of like, this is our work in the world. Like this yeah. is what we get paid to do. And that felt really important, but like, it's not always like that. And every situation is so unique and so different. Yeah. So and you get to respond dynamically to every single situation. Mm-hmm. by using your intuition, which yes. is accessing this higher network of truth that can see both perspectives, knows exactly what's happening right. in their life and in your life and what's the highest if there's actual synergy for the two of you to connect in that particular way. Yeah. And that all comes down distilled into an in- intuitive hit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And trusting that. Yeah. Because it doesn't make any sense to have that woman in my program and have her not pay and blah, blah, blah. Like she's not going to show up. Like people that go do stuff for free, they don't show up to shit. Like you got to charge them. You got to get their card on the phone and like, this the fucking best minute. You know, like, well, their rationalizations to strong arm people into financial decisions that'll wreck their lives that they'll then have to learn from and hate you. Mm -hmm. Fuck off. Yeah. Full sovereignty restored. You fucking decide. She was also feeling to be in the course, but the money wasn't there. Mm-hmm. And and like when when you feel that feeling, that's what I'm saying is like the money is irrelevant. And then mm-hmm. to watch it come back, like I could have never had the sole perspective that it was going to come in during like a COVID crisis, you mm-hmm. know, that money would come my way from the, from a year prior. Yeah. Like that's bananas. Mm-hmm. But the importance of trusting is is like that. That's everything. Mm-hmm. That's gold. Yeah. So it's cool because oh my God, 
We were I just talking I'm about the sweating. levels of clearance, right? No, it's great. Everything you said is great. I have to take my shirt off. Do my sweatshirt. That's fine. <laughs> While you do, listen though, because this okay, is really I'm gonna cool. Listen. These connection points, I'll hold your mic. These connection points between all of this stuff. Do you remember when we used to tell people like what well, we always do, but when it's like, listen, trust yourself over these people that are out here saying they know what's best for you. Yep. Look at the levels of clearance and the sequence of realizations. It's fucking crazy. Levels of clearance goes global education to then an impact driven to then an etheric education. So when you're going through this, you learn about the world and that compels you to help people. Lots of the coaches that are out there are impact driven with zero spiritual understanding. Mm -hmm. Their life is currently coalescing to make it incredibly difficult for them to live outside of their, who they truly are. So when they're the further they go out of alignment with their impact driven life starts to blow up and get really, really fucking hard. And the point is to be able to acknowledge that there's something else here, mm -hmm. that there is this higher phenomena or they're having ridiculous synchronicities everywhere. Like mm -hmm. it's like soul is poking the shit out of these people. But once you acknowledge your intuition is true and you're already living in that place, there's a shit ton of insecurity. Mm -hmm. that inevitably comes up. Yep. And the reason why we say to let all that shit drop yep. and to not listen to those things is because these people from just a sequence, from a sequential perspective of here's the development of sequence of thoughts and realizations that you have to go through to be able to acknowledge that intuition is true. The people that are marketing to you as your experts and superiors are actually behind a couple steps mm -hmm. in that sequence of realizations that then helps them to recognize that intuition is true. It's not that they're behind in every aspect of life or they're shittier people. It's not, it's not a fucking thing. There's no valuation here between good and bad people. I think people having shitty. more value <laughs> than other people. This is just a sequential, like, like someone's doing third grade math, the other person's doing fourth grade math, and the fourth grader's trying to learn from the third grader because the third grader's convinced the fourth grader that their way of doing division is better. That's essentially what's happening. Mm -hmm. So when we say to essentially disconnect from the collective, disconnect from the industry, yeah, and past don't worry mentors, about all of these things, and past mentors, when we do stuff. all of these things, what we're saying is recognize that they're in an impact-driven phase of life. They're mm -hmm. going to help people, sure. Yeah. They're, they're mostly going back to the core basic survival mechanisms, mm -hmm. the core three, and helping people move out. That's the bulk of what they do. But when they turn their sights to spiritual people, inevitably it blows up because spiritual people don't need people from impact-driven who don't acknowledge intuition to help them with strategy. Yeah, it doesn't that make, doesn't make sense. sense. Because the real thing that you're doing once you're in direct access is trusting it even fucking more. Yeah. So acknowledge yes. your intuition even more. So for spiritual people who are in that etheric education pocket, right? Mm -hmm. They're like, whoa, there's more to this reality than just this. There's mm -hmm. this out there's this message out there that's like, yeah, but like you got to ground and like, yeah, but like come back to reality or here's mm -hmm. the practical strategies mm -hmm. to help you with that spiritual shit to get it out to the world. There's this kind of like, yeah, but I know better. And mm -hmm. eventually here's you're going to realize you that your... you can't do business like that. Eventually you'll figure it out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They don't realize that these people are plugged into a massive fucking network of divinity that's smarter than they could ever fucking be and blows their brain out of the water. Yeah. That makes them look like idiots yeah just fucking total idiots see i told you they were idiots <laughs> makes them look like <laughs> <laughs> 
there's just this sense of like, once you get access to that, everything's so dynamic that it's like, why would I do this one fucking thing in every scenario? Are you kidding me? Yeah. Are you kidding me? That makes no sense because I have access to this thing that dynamically checking in precisely to the fucking moment to where before we hop on the call with someone, we feel slight slight things shifting we feel slight things moving on the calls with people we feel slight things moving the thing that we would have decided to do definitively at the beginning of the call probably isn't the thing that's going to be here at the end of the call no things are dynamically shifting and moving and when you're listening to the subtleties of your intuition and pulling soul data you're connecting to this supercomputer of light that is divinity that's constantly looking for the highest possible outcome for every single individual involved that's what we're fucking looking for on the phone anyway right that's what they all say they want oh, sales yeah. calls. Let's find the win-win here. The only way to find a win-win that isn't filtered and just smogged and like smoked up with all of our biological programming and all the yeah. systems that, that aren't actually as true as the things that would be true in the moment. The only way to clear out all the bullshit that we think it is, is to trust ourselves all the way through. Yeah. And often in those times, that's why, right? That's why we can find these contradictions of things that we do that we would say, I mean, we can say generally, here's what we would do, but we're, there's always going to be counter cases. There's mm-hmm. always going to be individuals that come in. We're like, ah, yeah, but we wouldn't do that there mm-hmm. because it's obvious Yeah. because we can just feel it. Yep. Right. And that's why you can't just run on strategies and systems of these impact driven people who don't recognize this larger etheric network, which is where the messages came through, where we would tell our people who are on the cutting edge, we're like, listen, you're ahead, not behind. Keep going forward. Don't look back and go, yeah, but their strategies look really good. And I'm really uncertain right now. It's Mm -hmm. like, I know, but they're 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 going to realize that their strategies don't work. So don't go back to the strategies that don't work just because they're confident in them. Their confidence is hollow. They're they're not confident in them anyway. They think their whole businesses are falling apart and they're holding on and sucking as much from it as they can. The only way forward is to recognize that intuition is true. And and for me, it's so fucking helpful just to be able to see the sequence of things because it just, it makes sense, right? In this context, it's like, oh, of course, Mm -hmm. because spirituality can make sense and there's a legitimate trajectory to what we're doing. We're not just following our emotions for the rest of our life and letting the wind blow us wherever the fuck he wants to take us. That's not spirituality. Mm -hmm. Not at all. Mm -hmm. Spirituality is gaining access to the most precise force in all of existence. And that's the beginning of a life before that. Like I I literally don't consider these previous phases of my (laughs) life, my life. Like it's me fucking finding who I am. Mm. Like I feel like finally over just over the past three years, there's, there's (laughs) these major tipping points where I'm like, Oh, here's the beginning of my life. Yeah. Like, oh, here's where like I actually get to do the thing that I came here to do. Here's yeah. the, here's where I actually get to become who I came here to be. Mm. Previously, it's just fucking confusion. Yeah. Just pure confusion and survival like instincts and all these things firing, pulling me in every direction. Same. Like your head not behind means just keep fucking going. Yeah. Go even more yeah like triple down on how much you trust your intuition test the shit out of it doubt the shit out of it great let your body freak the fuck out great because you're going to learn through experience that Mm -hmm. intuition is more valid than anything else and that's going to lay the foundation for you to be able to live the rest of your life using the most precise fucking lifestyle gps system Mm -hmm. ever Hmm. i love it i love when you get fiery like that too thanks 
That's awesome. Because there's a lot here. It's good. Yeah. And I feel like I had to match the fire to pull the thing you're talking about. <laughs> uh-huh. I know now I'm all calm. Yeah, you know, I just had to match the energy. <laughs> 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 that was that was all your fire, not mine. <laughs> I like when you give a little bit of spice. Yeah, it's good. I mean, we're both recognizing that. <sighs> we're both recognizing <laughs> that there's a lot of things that we would push back on. Oh, for that sure. That we get to push back on even harder because the the amount of manipulation that's happening in personal development and in spiritual communities that's keeping people tied to just old dogmatic religions. There's a spiritual religion. There's a new age religion that's out there where there's no definitive leader other than all of these spiritual marketers. I I can't with the fucking mindset, manifestation, limiting beliefs. I'm like, this isn't fucking true. When your life falls to fucking shit because it will, or when you feel like shit because you will, you're telling me that you're going to journal your way out of it. They're telling you that the reason why that happened is because they fucked up because their thoughts, their beliefs weren't pure. They're, they weren't aligned so with the highest sinners. possible outcome. <laughs> the yeah. There's old religious it's stuff bound in there. Weird. Because I just, it's, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, all of that I want to call bullshit on with a fucking megaphone right now. Yeah. I know. I, I don't know what to call it. You know, it, you know it, what it's fucking called is the second paradigm, right? I it, know. It's, it's so yes. obvious. Yes. But I think about this often. Like I was in the shower today and I was like, it feels like a neo spirituality or like a new wave of spirituality. I'm not, we're not going to use this term. Don't worry, my love. You're looking oh, at me like with okay. the face of like, I don't like that term. I know. I don't. I don't. But it's, it's, yes, it's spirituality in that we're talking about soul and truth. But there's such a specific trajectory in here. And the thing that we're talking about is actually trusting your own truth and gaining access to your own truth and connection, tripling down that, realizing that you actually are the soul that's been coming through the entire time. There's this massive trajectory. That's the thing we're doing. We're not out here just to feel fucking good or to write memes or to like to meditate even like I don't I, there, there's no practice that everyone needs to do today oh, to make no, it happen fuck off. there's no health pr- like protocol there's no any of these things because there's a dynamic moment to moment operating system that comes through with precision that's the thing that we're actually doing here yep. we're unlocking a spiritual technology that takes into consideration this piece of reality that everyone denies but also, somehow, fucking knows is real. Yeah. Everyone denies it, but they're like, oh, yeah, but ghosts are real. Oh, yeah, angels and demons are real. And it's like, yeah, but like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, mm-hmm. what is this thing? Yeah. Like, how is it so hard to believe mm-hmm. that we can use divinity that we're connected to to guide us through life? And the cl- it's funny. Like, one of the closest threads I feel is like when like when like really Christian people are talking about, yeah, yeah like God's got my back and I'm always uh-huh. good. And like, I praise God and like everything, you yeah. know, there's like this, this, there's Christianity that I love way more than it's, some spiritual beliefs. Well, it's the same flavor of nonchalance. It's the same flavor of nonchalance and mm-hmm. of trusting yep. the, the path of life's unfoldment. Yeah. I, it's funny because spirituality hates on Christianity so much. I'm realizing in this, in this moment, I resonate more with most Christians just like the there, there's kind of a new wave of Christians, like yeah. the young Christians. Yeah. There's like a young, really, They're really. They're on TikTok. Yeah, I and like them. like certain like younger <laughs> pastors and stuff, and I'll like hear them yep. talk or talk yep. about things. There's like pastor. Yeah, the guy who did the Billie Eilish video, mm-hmm. Pastor. Oh, I forget what his I name is, but it. yeah, he's this dude on YouTube. Oh, guys, it's great. Look it up. Look up oh Pastor goodness. and Billie Eilish. Pastor reacts to Billie Eilish. There's two videos. His, he cries in one of them. It's really so good. dialed. Different words, yeah. totally different context. Totally. Things I don't entirely agree with. 
but it's closer yes. than people who are tearing themselves apart every single day, oh scouring God. through the thoughts and belief and making themselves wrong, wrong eternally. For, yeah. That's a living hell. That's oh not God. spirituality. That's no. just a that's just a living fucking hell. No. It's, so so it's weird being spiritual teachers, right? It's weird yep. doing this thing and marketing ourselves out in the world and all of these things. But but it's like we we avoid certain words and certain things because like we're not doing that, you know? Yeah. So it's yeah, it's funny. I mean, I I, I sometimes wonder how to differentiate ourselves. And I focus on the language and I focus on like the little things that we can do to describe ourselves slightly differently and it gets stuck in the minutia. But the real fucking thing is we just need to keep talking. Yeah. Because this, right, this yeah. is very obvious that we're not the typical spiritual no. teachers no. that are going to sit and own with you and then tell you everything is good. Right. Like, or make you flip stuff around so then you feel yeah. better. Yes, yes, All yes, All of that yes. stuff. I know I had a friend that was like, hey, like I'm going down this to this place that feels like I'm like bad and wrong for what just happened. Like I'm feeling like I created this, that I manifested this. And I was like, no, that is not fucking true. Not like not a fucking chance. Mm -hmm. I'm like, you just had an interaction with someone that's a fucking human. Yeah. And this is a representation of where humans are at right now. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's so okay. Like, you didn't fucking create that yes. to, like, make yourself wrong and then tear yourself apart as to, like, what was wrong about your vibration that attracted that vibration. Like, mm -hmm. meh, meh, meh. Mm -hmm. all I feel like doing is doing, like, the jerk off motion right now. <laughs> Just, <laughs> like, I feel so vulgar yeah. and, like, rah, primal. Yeah. Yeah. That's just like, I yeah, just want to say like, a bunch of raunchy shit right it is, now. It's like, it's like, fuck off. Yeah. You can't tell me that you don't have a body. <laughs> like you can't tell me that you don't That's have a body that doesn't doubt. Like that doesn't doubt and have fear and freak the fuck out when your finances get low. Like right. you can't just pretend that you're all high and mighty and pretend that you're just this pure soul that lives under all of these perfect spiritual ideals all the time. That's not yeah. helping anyone. Yeah. That's creating an elitist spiritual class that then looks down upon all the people that are just like they are secretly inside. Yeah. Like that's not, that's just a fucking sales and marketing trap. Like what the fuck? Mm -hmm. It's wild. We have to be able to differentiate all this stuff. We have to be able to find a purpose for spirituality again, other than here's why you're wrong and here's what you need to do better. Yeah. And I can help you. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. You help you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And even when we're helping you, we're just going to help you to help you. Yes. Yes. I know we compared it. We were working with this one woman in our mastermind and we compared it to like being the bumper cars or the, the bumpers on the side of the bowling alley. Yeah. And she was like, yeah, it's funny when I bring stuff up that you, that isn't true. You guys just stay silent. Yeah. <laughs> and we were yeah. like, oh shit, that's our tell. Um, yeah, it is our tell. But the energy is so distinct. I mean, we're mm -hmm. plugging in and B says it all the time when I'm, when I'm channeling, B will say things like, listen, like this isn't our perspective on your life. It's like, that's not what we're here to do. We're not here to give you advice. Yeah. What we're doing is we're checking in, we're pinging through our oversoul unit over to your oversoul unit to your truest and purest soul essence and saying, hey, what's actually here around this scenario? We're pulling it back through this larger soul architecture because we're all intricately connected mm -hmm. and then translating that using essentially David's channel mm -hmm. because David can translate energy 
and help make sense of lots of these energies. Mm-hmm. He's just gotten good at it over the past three years. So this yeah. is what we're doing is we're pulling your soul information so we can echo back to you what's already bu- bumping yes. up within you. Yes. We're not going to tell you our opinion yeah. because our opinion on what's happening in your life is very fucking different mm-hmm. than what's actually here for you. Yeah. There are plenty of times where things come through where I disagree with how I would live that circumstance, mm-hmm. but it's just what's there for them. Yeah. And it's the way that they would live that circumstance. And that's so much more important. Who gives a fuck what I think about you? Who gives a fuck? It doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. But if it's your truest soul essence and I'm helping to reflect that back, like that's fucking powerful. And that's the only thing I ever want to do. Yeah. Whether it's through B or whether I'm just channeling just as me. Yeah. That's like one of your greatest superpowers. Thanks. For sure. Yeah, you see all that stuff. I come more from the angle of judging them. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, God. Well, because you see the realization like, that they haven't that realized. stop dating that idiot. Yet. Like, he's a fucking idiot. Blah, blah, blah. Or I'm like, oh, don't take that job. It's going to be terrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I don't ever want it to be like, Miriam told me not to take the job, so I didn't take the job. Because that is not fucking sexy. No, 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 no. I just want my, my like, ooh, that doesn't feel right to just affirm your, ooh, this doesn't feel right. Yes. Yeah. But to ever take my word as like, yeah, that's bananas. That's gross. There's no sovereignty in that. Because once you identify intuition is real, you're not trying to help people to be more like you anymore. That's old fucking news. That's impact driven. I don't know what to teach. So I'm just going to teach people how to be me. Mm. That's, I don't actually have any genuine value to give to the world. So I'm going to pretend I do and then teach people it and charge them more money so I can feel better about how much value I have. That's old fucking disgusting news. And once you see through it, even as a coach, once I saw through those things that I was compelled to do because I didn't know any better, like I was like, fuck, this is disgusting. What am I Mm -hmm. doing? This is terrible. How could I ever do that? How did I ever believe that that sales script was real or like true or genuine or helpful to anyone? You and me both. But there is this tipping point where you start to realize that you are just reflecting back soul truth. And the reason why it's so helpful is because that those acknowledgements and realizations are vital for them to be able to recognize that intuition is true and valid the yep. entire time. Yep. The the whole trajectory from direct access onward for, for quite like the next few phases are all just different variants of validating intuition. Yeah. First, it's like sorting through it internally, mm-hmm. but then it's like living it and like yes. really like doing and choosing on it. And yep. then, then you get to validate not just through like, oh, well, that didn't go wrong and it probably would have been okay if I did trust my intuition, right? There's a, some uncertainty at first. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, I don't know if it would have been any different if I did trust my intuition, but like, that's interesting. There's something there. Mm-hmm. But once you're living it, it's fucking undeniable. Yeah. Once you trust mm-hmm. it all the way through. Yeah. Where it's like, listen, don't do that. You feel it. You're like, don't do that. And you're mm-hmm. like, oh man, okay. Like, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to mm-hmm. let it drop. And then like, suddenly the person's fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. Like they just blow yeah. up in a way and you're like, whoa, totally. whoa. Totally. Oh I- my goodness. Then you, then your intuition validates because you yep. see it yep. through your fucking experience. It's undeniable. Mm-hmm. And when it happens again and again and again and again and again in a repeatable manner, it just becomes more and more reliable. Mm-hmm. And then you start to trust it even more and even smaller things. And yep. like soon you're just following the energy of your soul. And essentially this thing that you've been trying to get access to the entire time becomes you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the way there, and I, I love this whole frame on this, like th- that's why we do what we do yeah. is so we can reflect back to people the truth so we can give it just a little boost. Yeah. We're like, hey, I know this feels like it's weighted evenly, but like from this perspective, that's very much soul truth. Mm-hmm. 
And it's not even that they give us both things and then we go, oh, that one's soul truth. Right. We just cold, like yeah. we're fucking cold psychics that are calling in like 1-800-CALL-A-PSYCHIC. <laughs> like just fucking cold. We're like, listen, based on that circumstance, here's the things. Da, 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 and all this information pours through yeah. and like, yeah, that's what I was getting to. And we're uh-huh. like, good, good, yeah. good, 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 good. Yeah. There's always a sense of like, fuck, I know, but it's so hard to be yep. with because yep. it's so confronting to this like 63% of me that thinks it's wrong, yeah. which is all my whole body stuff. So I yep. can't get enough leverage over it yep. to be able to choose it, even though I know it's true. Mm-hmm. And then that's when we come in and add weight to it. And we're like, listen, yes. not only does your soul thing inside that may or may not be true, feel that we both feel it. Yep. We're two people. We've fucking been doing this for a while. This is <laughs> yeah. absolutely fucking soul. Mm-hmm. And then the doubts within them can calm down and suddenly it's at like 49% and that piece of them that's the soul that knows the thing is like okay oh I I got the majority vote (laughs) like oh my bill's about to pass through the congress of my life nothing ever gets done over here we're fucking putting this bill through let's get it signed let's get it to the executive office and get this shit signed into law like there's this really really definitive thing where we're like the we're like the majority whip we're like house of cards in it over here and we're like we're helping to influence the soul side and be like listen like the the soul is much more valid than this biological perspective like we're also getting the same thing and yeah it's just it's it's really really cool it's so cool i love this whole model I, I, I fucking I love, love it. it. Too. Yeah, I was talking to another friend and she was telling me how someone messaged her and she could feel the like hook of the message. Mm-hmm. Like it was like it came with a hook. Yeah. An energetic hook of like, help me, I need you. I can't do things on my own. Mm-hmm. Um and she was she didn't respond to it. She was like, Nope, that's a hook. And then the woman ended up retracting the message. She unsent it like the next day or whatever and it was yeah. gone. And that's the greatest possible thing she could have done in that moment. Oh, for sure. Because to play into it would just reinforce that woman's bullshit internally. And she even had the moment of like, oh, should I respond and say, hey, I I saw, I thought I saw a message come through for you. And then she's like, nope, that's exactly the hook. Like, nope. And again, I know it's weird. There's things where like, I've had to be okay with not being a nice guy Mm -hmm. based on my own internal definitions. Yeah. Or I've had to do things where I'm like, that's not nice. But it's true. Yeah. There's nothing else that would work better than this. There's nothing yeah. else that would work better than just leaving this exactly how it is. Mm-hmm. Because like that's it's not true. There's, there's yeah. nothing here. There's nothing here. And there's a definitive hook. And I would have to play into this dynamic that isn't really me or true in order to, to do this. And you know what's cool too is I'm noticing like there'll be conversations I'll be having with people on Instagram. And then the conversation will just drop. Like they wouldn't have responded to the last thing I said. Mm-hmm. And it's like so fine. Yeah. Like, it's just like, so I don't think that they're not a nice person or I don't think for sure there is for nothing sure. for sure that goes through my, like there's nothing. It's just like, yeah, I don't know. So it's mm-hmm. really nice to like on this end to be the one that's like just letting things drop when there's no energy there Yeah, and like trusting that and trusting that it's good and fine. And one woman even like apologized. She's like, sorry, like I just get caught up with the kids. And I'm like, oh yeah, don't ever like, don't even worry. She's like, I read your messages, but yeah, I'm like, oh yeah, don't even like, let this be like a blanket, like a statement. Like mm-hmm. we can engage as little or as much or as not, you know, yeah, as little or as much as possible. That's or, how the energy works anyway. Yeah. It's just little bursts, little inspirations. Sometimes it's, it's just meant to be like a one way ping. Yeah. And it's just supposed to sit and that's yeah. fine. And sometimes even days later I'll get messages back. Yeah. And it's yeah, cool. It's just, it just, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. 
I mean, I've, I've had to grapple with all of this too, because there's definitive, there's been a definitive dip in the number of people in my life throughout yeah. the, throughout the years of like people falling off and like, it's hard. It's really yeah. hard to be with. And I want to be like a nice guy or like a, a well networked guy and all of mm-hmm. these things. But then I look at this, like I look at what's actually happening in my life right now. And I'm like, if I just, if I really, really check in and really trust my truth, like basically every day I'm either getting activated mm-hmm. like an expanded hard, just confronted, <laughs> having no fucking idea what's happening. Because I can the attest next, for this. <laughs> the next wave of energy it starts off as energy. So the next wave of teachings is coming through. I have no idea what it is and it's already confronting me. I don't mm-hmm. even know what it is yet and it's already, mm-hmm. my whole body's just freaking the fuck out. Yep. I'm either there or I'm actively pulling through all this information. Mm-hmm. Any free space in my life, like from like maybe like 10 p.m. Miriam goes to sleep to like 3 a.m. Just pulling through shit. Mm-hmm. Just sitting, journaling, figuring out what's here, sorting through things and then like, and then just blowing through like he like six pages of a doc will come through mm-hmm. and it's like okay cool basically that's been my life yeah. like there's not a lot of reason even mm-hmm. for me to like build this massive network of other spiritual teachers doing their thing and like checking in and val because that's that's not what i'm here to do it's, no. that's not this phase at all right now Mm-mm. i uh, basically my life right now is like uh, is like living in a cabin by myself and just fucking pulling yeah. shit through but instead of doing that i'm basically thing. living yeah this is the closest thing is i'm living this life with you we're chilling we're following the energy we're going to like different cities and like you know like letting our intuition like teach us things that are in there for that specific activation for that thing mm-hmm. we're like allowing life to take us where it wants to go and like we're we're pretty much doing this like as a team and as a unit and it's it's fucking perfect. Mm-hmm. There's not, there's, I couldn't <laughs> architect a better set of circumstances for mm-hmm. me to pull this stuff through. Yeah, I just couldn't. True. I couldn't. It's very true. So no matter Your what architected experience is a cabin in the woods, but that's not reality. Yeah, but like that would be so shitty. Yeah, for sure. It would be so <laughs> shitty even to get basic supplies and have to drive like an hour <laughs> and a half. We're like, oh, honey, we're out of butter. Like, all right, let's go into town. Like, yeah, but you'd fuck. be by yourself. You wanted to be by yourself in a cabin oh, in the woods. Oh, that's true. No, that's yeah. me going crazy. Oh, honey, we're out of butter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll go. Don't worry. I'll go into and town. And I'm just in a, the other house in the city. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I've got plenty of butter. <laughs> you can't even get delivery (laughs) yeah and like often like like i it's hard for me to find enough space to like bring this stuff through but like really i'm just confronted you know like my mind wants to make up that like that would be better if i was just by myself in a cabin in the woods but obviously that level of isolation isn't helpful like i would start to go fucking crazy because with this you bring through the teaching and then you integrate it and then we Mm -hmm. integrate it as we're like being out in the world yeah I talk to you about it. We go, yeah. we go out and we have all of these conversations. Yeah, we people. get weird synchronistic things reflected back to us from other people. And yep. the messages refine and refine yep. and refine. And can I just note with this whole COVID thing, I think it's funny that people are wearing masks because like, isn't the whole point to like not wear a mask and to like be yourself in the world and like, Oh, that's funny. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. The and meta- like, isn't, metaphorically. Yeah. And isn't mm-hmm. the veil like really thin and like right now and everybody's seeing everything being exposed, like 5G, Bill Gates, da 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 like all, vaccines, like all this stuff. Q, QAnon. Uh, I think more people have, the, I think this is a fucking worldwide revolution of, uh, of essentially stage four clearance. 
of mm-hmm. that of the self acceptance where they're yep. accepting into reality things as they are. I think that's the only reason why all this conspiracy stuff's popping mm, because they're cool. trying to sort through their very beginning phases of global education. Gotcha. They have no fucking idea what's out there. They've right. just been working, grinding, and trying to get what they want their yeah. entire life, so and suddenly this... life throws back in their face. No, you have to stay inside. You're going to run out of money, not know how to pay your bills even though you did all the right things. Yeah. So then there's like, there has to be fucking more right. life than this. I think it's just popping yep. everywhere. I think that's but, literally the thing all of us were feeling at the beginning of this. Uh-huh. We're like, this is a massive awakening opportunity. Yeah. It's fucking oh, go sure. time. That's why. Yeah. But right now the but, go time is global education. But I think but yeah. I love the irony and like the metaphors of wearing a mask. Cause yeah. I just think now more than ever, we're unable to wear masks. Yeah. Like we're that's unable funny. to hide mm-hmm. who we truly are. Mm-hmm. Because that's not what's here. Because what's being asked is for us to stand more boldly in our truth and to be exactly who we are and be seen and be heard. And fucking. That's the kind of story that makes it into a keynote. Mm -hmm. Oh, for my TED Talk? Yeah. (laughs) That's the kind of like, you know. Yeah. What I realized during COVID 19 was that this was the time where our masks need to come off, (laughs) where our identities need to shine. Everyone was saying, wear a mask, wear a mask. I I know, I know it's not your thing, but it just sounded like it. It sounded like a 60 second snippet of a TED talk. Totally. Mm -hmm. And which I, here we go. Here it is right here. Right now there's, there's lots of snips in here. Yeah. Everyone comes out with their script and you go out and be like, I didn't prepare shit. We're going to talk for 12 minutes. Let me tell you about these fucking 5G towers, everyone. (laughs) You know what's, you know what's bananas is those TED talks. I, I went to one in Portsmouth. I went to TEDx Portsmouth. Yeah. And like. I was like, wow, these are great public speakers. And then I like had a flash and I like saw their paper, like not physically, but I was like, oh, this is rehearsed. And I was like, oh, he just skipped a sentence and went back and then reset the sentence. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, and then like the pause and the laughter, like I realized everything was scripted. Mm-hmm. And But it, it, it's kind of portrayed as though it's a little bit like dynamic you know, yeah. so it's like not super scripted, but that's what I love so much about what I did when I did light up your truth is cause mm-hmm. there was zero fucking mm-hmm. script. Yeah. Like you just fucking that's told true. your truth and like, you can't fuck it up. No one's fucking fact checking your goddamn truth and For you're sure. the, you know it and you're going to say it. Yeah. So like, yeah, if I were to ever do a Ted talk, yeah, I know I would not fucking write a goddamn thing. Yeah. You'd probably just write the topic and the description, but you'd even be annoyed by that. I'd be so annoyed that they even needed a description from me. Yeah. I'd be like, fuck off. Can't yeah. you just trust that what I'm going to pull through is going to be fucking perfect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so therefore I will not be doing a TED talk. <laughs> <laughs> the, the title of the talk. Next we have Miriam Wagner, co-founder of the second paradigm with her talk. Can't you just trust what I'm going to pull through is going to be perfect. <laughs> is, is that the title of your talk? Uh, no, that's my fucking email to you. <laughs> You're like just yelling from over the side. Everyone, that's not the title of my talk. That's the email I sent them saying, can't you just trust that everything that I'm about to say is going to be perfect. But since that's the title, let's start there. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Yes. Oh my God. That would be awesome. Yeah. Oh, Miriam cannot be put in a box. Your description is like Jill from TEDx Houston has asked that. Yeah. <laughs> has asked that I write a description for this talk. The truth is I'm going to pull it through what's most here for all of you. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be a co-created experience. So the questions <laughs> that you have will somehow undoubtedly be weaved through this intuitive talk <laughs> like you've never experienced on the TEDx stage before. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, this is good. Where are we at? We're, it's another long one. We've been, every time I look, we're right about this time. Two this hours? This is like 1.48 oh. on, the, on the clock wow. again. So yeah, almost two hours. It's funny. We've been doing this longer, just 
chats. I don't know. I guess we're lonely. <laughs> it's fun chatting with you too. It is. But the energy just, it just keeps going and flowing, you know? We could have stopped after the, the levels I, of clearance, but yeah. it would have been kind of dry. This feels yeah. like the practical like application. Spicy. Everything gets to go. These are these feel more like the Joe Rogan podcast where you like yes. get really into the meat over time. Yes. Or like listening to Alex Jones for three hours and like he repeats the same fucking thing, but like it gets into meat over time. Yep. It's, Yeah. I, I like Me it. Gusta. I, I know. Like I'm it. loving yeah. our new format. Yeah. <laughs> it's just organically here, not because we were told that we needed to do a two hour podcast. Yeah. Because that's the way you convert. I don't know. What do you convert? Numbers? People? I don't know. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I remember someone asked me what my conversion rate was. I was like, uh, I don't know. A hundred? hundred percent i don't know i just talk to people that feel aligned and then we work together yeah until then i don't do anything Mm -hmm. just keep listening to the energy until then i make tiktoks (laughs) guys my tiktoks are gonna get better i have new ideas Mm -hmm. because i'm feeling a little dry in the tiktok space because i'm just essentially time lapsing a video which is great what that app that we saw on iJustine. Yeah. I'm going to play with it. Okay. We can switch back and forth between multiple camera angles and shit cool. on, the, on the fly and have it work into the recording oh, without having to edit awesome. it later. That's really cool. Yeah. That opens up a whole new fucking But I don't want to do video podcasting. I, yeah. I don't think I want to okay. either. Um, but, do you, you do kind of. Uh, if we're settled in a studio, have a solid setup and the yeah, cameras are always of... set up. Yes. If isn't I have to set up funny? the fucking cameras every week and then edit the thing. No. Hey, and FYI, isn't it funny talking about following our intuition and trusting ourselves that the season two of this podcast, we were both like no video, like, but we didn't know why. And then we wanted to keep the recording equipment in the car. Oh yeah. Cause like there was just so much uncertainty as to like where we'd be living. We thought we were going to be in Austin, Yeah. but it's just kind of funny. Like the intuitive pings that came in of like, that's true. Yeah. yeah, and then I was like relentless sense. about bringing our toilet paper from Seattle to Austin. I know, and I thought it was the dumbest thing. I was like, my love, our car is packed to the brim. You want me to put this fucking toilet? We can get toilet paper anywhere. And then those <laughs> Says- words came back to bite me because we couldn't. We actually still have that pack. It's in the... That's one of our nine. A- yeah. Six of the There's nine. There's six, yeah. It's, oh, man. It's just so funny. Uh, I have to pee. I, you- I'm starting to like play with my cock over here. <laughs> just just like oh holding God. my legs together. It was like unconscious. And I was like, man, I really have to pee. I know. I noticed. It was like, you're a little kid. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to go I take care of that. I did not expect you to say that. And then the, yeah, I know. I normally don't. It's, you must I would have really... just been like, oh, well, I'm feeling things wrapping up over here. <laughs> Which I also am. <laughs> <laughs> no, just in general, I was feeling that. That's why I looked at the clock. Remember? Oh, <laughs> Um, he's lost his the energy. It's the energy. <laughs> he's lost his cognitive abilities. All of oh goodness. All of the his brain is but yeah. In his this bladder. has been fun, my love. I I really yeah. This has I been love great. this whole thing. Yeah. Just weaving things through. Um, if you want to catch the rest of this of the levels of clearance and all of that stuff, it's coming out in a doc called tentatively the true meaning of self love. It's not self care. It's self love. We're going to talk about the uncertainty of all of that stuff or the uncertainty of the body versus soul and all of that nurturing the body through its uncertainty and then the levels of clearance, how it all relates, this new whole pocket of this whole model called essential radiance, just this whole thing is this doc. So it's the most potent doc 
so far, which they just increasingly get more and more potent. Mm. So I don't know necessarily that everyone would be called to read it immediately. Just, I mean, always trust yourself with all the, yeah, with the timing course. and all of those things. Um, and it might not even be one to get through all in one sitting because I think it's pretty long, but it's coming and yeah, I'm excited about it. So if you want to keep in touch with all of our stuff, then join our second paradigm community. The link will be in the description or it's just facebook.com slash groups slash the second paradigm. You can probably just search the second paradigm community in Facebook too, and you'll find it mm-hmm. and uh, we'll let you in. It's absolutely free. Maybe. Yeah, we'll let you in. We'll, I don't know. We'll, we'll stalk your profile. I'm kind of like a guard dog. And then we'll, and then we'll let you in. I'm going to sniff you out first. <laughs> and then we'll intuitively let you in at the time that it's most suited. Could be tomorrow. Could be a week from now. Could be a year from now. You never know Just with us. Leave it sitting and pending. <laughs> but yeah, it's a good group. There's good people in there. We've got another channel night coming up. So if you're interested mm, in that, if you missed mm-hmm, the last one, mm-hmm. we're going to do this one a little bit different. We're still going to like hash out the details with each other and see what's here for with that. Yeah. But we're going to do, do another channel night. Um, cool. And if you want to just like be in these conversations more regularly with mm-hmm. us, that we also have our VIP community, which is $97 a month. Yep. And that's a good way to just, it's a smaller group, more intimate container, yeah. lots of conversations. And that's at the secondparadigm.com slash VIP. Yep. All right. David has to VIP. I do have to VIP. I got a a very important P coming up. So we'll talk to y'all later. All right. See you next time. Bye. In my my head, in my mind, stuck in time. Up to this grounded existence, left by soul, where the world stands witness. In my mind, I'm all alone, stuck in time. But in my soul, I always know I am more.